In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Leaving the crowds, Jesus went to the house, and his disciples came to him and said, Explain the parable about the darnel in the field to us. He said in reply, The sower of the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed is the subjects of the kingdom, the darnel, the subjects of the evil one. The enemy who sowed them, the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. The reapers are the angels. Well then, just as the darnel is gathered up and burnt in the fire, so it will be at the end of time. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that provoke offenses and all who do evil, and throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. Then the virtuous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Listen, anyone who has ears. The Gospel of the Lord Every great story has a beginning, and that can be said too of the story of Christ in the Gospels. Though many modern Christians would find the beginnings of the Gospel story of Christ in the infancy narratives found in the Gospels of St. Luke and St. Matthew, and even in the profound theological work of the prologue of St. John. But Christians in the earliest centuries also knew of another starting point for the good news, and they were able to do so because they were aware of the unwritten family history. That unwritten story became an, began with an ordinary family, a man and a wife. The man's name was Joachim, and his wife's name in Hebrew was Hannah, meaning grace or favor. She's better known to us by the name as it comes to us through the Greek, Anna or Anne. Their story came to be recorded in an apocryphal book named the Proto-Evangelium of St. James, not to be confused with St. James the Greater, whose feast we celebrated yesterday. To be certain, Joachim and Anne were not an extraordinary couple. In reality, they appear to be everyday people. Joachim and Anne were an ordinary family as ordinary as any of ours, which means, of course, that like the rest of us, their family was warm and loving, but it wasn't perfect. Upon them was the pain of childlessness. In their culture and in that place and time, this problem was more than a heartache. It was a social stigma, seen by some as a sign of divine disfavor, a curse. Unlike today's culture, which sees childlessness as a blessing and abortion as a right of women to be liberated from the burden of childbearing and child-raising. Our forebears understood family and childbearing to be part of God's divine blessing and plan, and they looked forward to it. In many ways, Joachim and Anne were considered blessed, for by God's mercy and providence, they had material abundance, and from their abundance they offered one-third of their material blessing to the work of the temple and its priests, one-third to the needs of the poor, and they cared for themselves with the remaining third. 
one might say that they had everything, everything that is, except the joy of children. Thus, on that fateful day, it was not unusual for Joachim to approach the temple with generous offerings. He always gave to the work of God, and he always prayed for the blessing of a child. What was different on that day was that he was turned away. One of the priests, however, challenged him. How can a childless man be deemed worthy to come before God? In typical male fashion, confused and ashamed, Joachim goes off to be alone, kind of goes to his man cave in the wilderness, there to nurse his soul's wounds, but even more to pour out his heart before God. His faithful wife, Anne, fears the worst for her absent husband. Unaware of what happened, she too goes into mourning as a childless widow, and from her heart, shattered with pain, escapes a prayer that reaches the heavens. O God of our fathers, bless me. Shouldn't a couple who had dedicated themselves entirely to God be experiencing consolation? There are trials that can crush us and lead us away from God, but there are also trials which can lead us in the direction of God. A desolation that creates a pause in our hectic lives and creates a thirst and hunger for grace. This is what happened in the case of this holy couple. They have been tested by the presence of moral failure and loss of hope. What we see in the family of Joachim and Anne, we see people just like ourselves, just like everyone else. We see people who ache for a sense of God's presence, a sense of God's purpose in their life, an answer to their prayers. And just as both were in deep despair, God gives them consolation by sending his angel to tell them of his mercy and love, and that after waiting with faith and hope, their prayers would be blessed, they would have a child. That the greatest story of human history starts with such an ordinary family. This brings hope that God can make wonderful things happen, even through us, despite our limitations, despite our frailty, despite our basic human nature in all its broken beauty. And a wonderful thing did happen for Joachim and Anne. A wonderful thing for all humanity. A child was conceived, a child was born, a little girl. They gave her a name from the history of God's mercy on his people, the name of the sister of Moses, Miriam. Today, when we call her blessed, we address her as Mary. And we call her blessed because she gave birth to the Savior, to Jesus Christ, to God in the flesh. The story of Joachim and Anne also reminds us that when human prayers come together with God's grace, miracles happen. We creatures of dust cannot will it to be so. But when we humans do our human things and live our human lives in cooperation with God, miracles happen, even though the eyes of the world see nothing new under the sun. God speaks to his people every day. When we begin the gospel with the story of Joachim and Anne, this is precisely the point disciples are not mass-produced. Saints are handmade, one at a time, a little by little. So it was for the Blessed Virgin Mary, through the parenting of Saints Joachim and Anne. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.